With newer entrepreneurs, I see this big mistake happening and even existing entrepreneurs, and that's around niching. And I know there's lots of advice out there in the world of niche from, oh, you don't have to have a niche to, you have to be super niched. And the thing is, is niching is a part of business. And I've said this before, if you speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. So an important part of creating a six-figure and beyond business is having a clear money-making niche. If you don't have that starting out, you're going to struggle. You're going to have problems attracting people who want to pay you, who want to work with you, and who want to give you their money. So if you don't have people giving you their money and people wanting to work with you, you don't really have a business, you just have a hobby. So today I'm diving into how to come up with your million dollar niche. And even better, I'm helping an amazing person do just that. So you guys can see the process and how things can become super clear. So this is the first in a series of coaching calls that I'm going to be doing right here on the podcast. And if you want to have one of these amazing coaching sessions with me, and it can be on anything, anything you're struggling with in your business, whether that's mindset, whether that's business strategy, whatever it is, I am here to help. So if you want a free call with me, if you want some free help, then head over to the show notes and hit the link and book your call now. Otherwise, let's go dive in and see how I help a newer entrepreneur in the world come up with her niche that's going to help her get huge, massive results early on because of this clarity. Let's go see how it happens. Are you over all that one size fits all and hustle culture bullshit that actually isn't getting you the results you truly desire in your business? If so, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast, where we chat about all things mindset and business that actually help you make big money in your online business while working less hours. And who doesn't want that? I'm your host, Jen Goodfriend, a successful six-figure business and mindset strategist and recovering type A overachiever who now enjoys doing things the easy way. I live the chill country life and have a passion for all things furry and cute. Join me each week as I share more than a decade of experience in the entrepreneurial world and how you too can make way more money while actually working less. Let's dive in. Hey, hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast. And we're doing something fun and new today. I'm actually joined by Kyla Savadan, and she's going to be doing one of our very first coaching calls here on the episode. So Kyla, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you're here, what you're needing some help with. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. I am Kyla Savadan, and I've got a number of things going on on that when there's not really a ton of clarity um everything that i want to do is is based around holistic well-being whether it be food or yoga or um I, I like coaching but i do coaching like i i get help from other people and, and building and expanding my community so yeah just really wanting to help people with the with the journey and adventure that i've been on through recovery 
So it sounds like with you, Kyla, it's a little bit of um, mindset along with the not knowing. You're kind of at that early stages of your business, like most women where you're like, I want to help, I want to do these things, but I'm not sure exactly what that looks like. So let's dive into a few things to see if we can help you kind of nail things down to that niche that's going to light you up and it's going to make you like happy to do it. It's going to take away some of those feelings of not being enough, but we're also going to address those feelings of not being enough because I know that's something that you really want to work through. So um, I like to always say people will pay for three things. They'll pay to fix their relationships, their health and money. So you're really good because you've narrowed it down. You want to work in that holistic space. So, but then we need to get even clearer on what specific thing, because when we get really clear on one specific thing we help with, then we're really speaking to our ideal clients. We're really getting in front of them and we're saying, I help these people with this problem and people can I self-identify. Whereas if you say, I help everyone with all their health, people are like, okay, well, what does that mean? It's too broad. So if you were to pick one specific thing you wanted to help people with, like that one specific outcome transformation, what would that look like to you? What would really light you up? I think busy moms. Okay. And what's their struggle though? When it comes to health, what is their biggest struggle? Um, finding the time and having the direction. Okay. And what does time and direction mean to you? Um, so sometimes life is just so complicated and busy that we just go for the quickest, easiest grab and not necessarily the most nutritious. So finding something that can really support the nutrition factor, um, time and what was the other one that i said time and direction yeah so just uh knowledge having the knowledge of you know the simple little things because i i do believe that a lot of I, i know for myself that i really felt like i had to change everything within my diet and and i would get all of the results but making simple changes is enough. Like just how much water are we drinking? How, like, are we drinking structured water? What are we feeding ourselves in that? Like mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. I like that. So it's about helping these women eat healthy, but in a way that's not time consuming. So it's helping them create those healthier lifestyles for themselves and their families, but in a way that's not going to take hours of prep time, hours of cook time. Does that sound about right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what is it ultimately they would get then from eating healthier and reducing the amount of time it takes to eat healthier? Uh, Well, when we feed our body the nutrients that it needs as a foundation, we can function like our mental health is is affected. Our energy levels to participate in our life and show up for the ones we love is elevated. Yeah, just uh, like all around foundation in moving forward. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. So in a way you're helping women have more energy, have better sleep, feel better about themselves and doing it in a way that doesn't take up a lot of time. It's that balance of, you know, you can do this, but you don't have to spend hours to do this. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So how does that feel to you working in this capacity of helping women create more energy create better lifestyles for them and the kids have that nutrition thing. How does that feel to you? That feels so good. And so if you were to pick like, what is that one big outcome? So these ladies, they want more energy. They want to sleep. They want to eat healthier. What could you say is that one big thing like that 
that a woman would be like, I need you because I need this. I need help with this. I want to have this outcome. Like how would all of that tie together into a phrase, a word, something simple that people would identify themselves with? Um, Empowered keeps coming. Okay. Um, Like empowered, confident, enough. And those are all great things, but those aren't things women will buy. Unfortunately, they don't buy that empowered. And I know a lot of people out there, and this is a note for other people listening is people don't buy empowerment. There's something they get from that empowerment. So how do these women show up or what is it that they get by being empowered, by being confident and by feeling enough along with the healthy eating, looking after their body, feeding their family better. What is it ultimately that these women truly desire? Hmm so good (laughs) i don't know um yeah like feeling on top of their their game like at the being able to support their family and not be i don't know not be burnt out in it Mm -hmm. i'm not sure i like that the not be burnt out so it's helping energize women to prevent burnout Mm. and that because that's what they're trying to avoid is that burnout so you're helping women prevent burnout. You're helping them, either women who are on their way or already there, you're helping them re-energize themselves through their nutrition, through that mind, body, that connection. How does that resonate with you? That feels really good. Yeah. And this would work, again, it's a bit of a spectrum. It's women who are starting to feel burnt out, who are not wanting to get to the full burnout. And it could even be women who are already feeling burnt out and need help coming back. So you've got that little bit of a spectrum, but now you have a woman who could self-identify. You could be in your marketing, in your social media, when you're talking, you're talking to that burnt out woman, how she's feeling, how she's struggling, what are her pain points. And when you talk to that woman, she's going to self-identify. Whereas if you talk to all moms and say, I want to help you feel more empowered, more confident and feel better in your body. It kind of, people are like, yeah, that's what everyone talks about. But by you saying, I help moms who are feeling burnt out or are starting to burn out or already feeling burnt out, revitalize themselves, re-energize themselves and bring themselves back to this healthy, happy form. Women are like, that's me. I'm a burnt out mom. I'm on my way to burnout. I'm feeling like crap. I need your help. That's what they're going to do. So by getting really clear on that person and that struggle. So for you, moms who are feeling burnt out or are burnt out, women are going to self-identify. And when you do that, people are more likely to pay you and want to come get your help because they know you can help them. I love that. Jen, you're amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. And I think this is a very common problem. There's a lot of moms in the world right now who are feeling burnt out, especially with the big C word that just went on and all these kids Mm -hmm. home all the time, them being home, everyone in the home together, plus all this other stuff going on in the world. And it's all about like, everyone's just feeling really overwhelmed, really exhausted on that verge of burnout. So how then, so we've got your person and the struggle you want to help them with how do you want that to look the help that you want to give them what does that what would the plan look like how would you like your coaching to look to help these people so i guess really finding out what like the root of the problem right like maybe there's a single mom maybe there's a mom with a guy who works out of town or you know maybe there's just yeah i guess identifying where the root is if you and feeling alone, I think, is a route for for that. Um, you know, as a mom, asking for help is is a big is a big barrier. Mm-hmm. So knowing that they're not alone, you know, 
offering them that space to be whatever they are and knowing, you know, knowing that it's all progress. As soon as we become aware that we're feeling alone and we're totally burnt out, then then we can address it. And how are we going to address it with with our nutritional foundation for one to like connecting with other women, talking about it. And, and yeah, I guess more embodying the fact that we really aren't alone. And then as we start recognizing we're not alone, then we can start doing things physically, like maybe a 10 minute stretch, add a little bit more water. And you just slowly, as we push that ball forward and take note of that in gratitude, Mm -hmm. being like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Today I drank a little bit more water. Once we it's like, oh, okay, awesome. And then tomorrow it's like, oh, I drank two liters of water or, you know, in a week, that's where I'm at or whatever, but really um, celebrating the small wins. Yeah. I love that. So then this is your homework then is to start figuring out what this program or this transformation would look like for your ladies. So, you know, now who you're helping, what they're coming to you with, they're burnt out, they're feeling exhausted and they want to overcome that. So write down point A, point B, and then just start brainstorming how you could help them. So a big part of it is nutrition. A big part of it is is the mental health and the the thought side of things, which I know you're good at. And so it's just start putting together ideas and then figuring out like how long would this transformation take? What's the ultimate um, best timeframe for these women that they should be working with me so that we can get them, you know, get them the result they want, whether that's getting them on track or completely helping them till the point where they're not burnt out anymore, or they're feeling amazing. It's ultimately up to you how you want to structure that, what feels good to you, but just start brainstorming those ideas of the different things you can offer and how you can structure it. And remember, more is not always better. People, especially your women are already overwhelmed. So think simple. How can Mm -hmm. I work with these women, make it as simple and easy as possible, but also get them the biggest transformation in the shortest period possible? How can I give them the best result? But again, like, like you said, simple things like helping them learn to drink more water, maybe get more rest, maybe doing yoga sessions, having yoga sessions available for them to help them calm their mind, calm their body. So it's just really brainstorming out these ideas that you can then put together and go, yeah, this I think is the best transformation. This is the best time frame. This is the best looking program. And again, this is stuff we can, you can brainstorm, we can work mm-hmm. together and not to talk it out, but this is just a, a rough idea to get you started. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked a little bit about the mindset. So with the mindset side of things that are holding you back, what is it that's actually stopping you from going out and creating this business and starting to coach and helping these women? You know, it's so frustrating because every time I feel like I'm like gung-ho and excited about it, all of a sudden I am like emotionally backpedaling and then I'm so distracted with the normal day-to-day ongoings of my life. So whether it be the dog hair or the cleaning or the amount of organizing that I want to get done, it just seems like um, I have this goal and I'm really excited about it. And then all of a sudden, all of these other things show up in my life to pull me away from that. Yeah. So that distraction that us thinking this has to be done, that has to be done. It's procrastination. And it's actually one of the biggest ways that our mind works to keep us safe. So if we're procrastinating, it's our mind's way of saying, hey, this doesn't feel safe because new and unknown is unsafe and the mind does not like unsafe, like at all. The mind 
it has not evolved in thousands of years and its main job is to keep us safe. And unfortunately in the world we live in, we're relatively safe, but the things that the mind reacts to aren't things we want the mind to react to. So by your mind going, oh, but I have to clean this and I have to tidy up that and I have to do that. That's your brain's way of distracting you from the things you wanna do because it's unknown and the mind doesn't know what's going to happen. So it's easier to distract you and make you frustrated and angry because, oh, I'm procrastinating. Oh, I should be working on my business. Oh, I should be doing this in my business, but instead I'm cleaning my house. It's your mind's way of tricking you. So it's not your fault. It's your Mm -hmm. mind trying to keep you safe. So now that you know that it's recognizing that okay procrastination and then it's simply asking yourself whenever this procrastination comes up like if you're sitting down to do something for your business and it's like oh i have to go clean it's recognizing that is the most important thing and going oh this is just me trying to distract myself and then just simply ask yourself why am i doing this like and sometimes the mind will answer sometimes it won't but sometimes this is good um, for journaling time and i know not everyone's into journaling But when this happens, if you can grab a piece of paper, grab your journal, grab a pen, and just like right at the top of the page, why am I procrastinating? What is it I'm afraid of? Because that word afraid of is very powerful. And then Mm. you just start writing out what comes up. And sometimes I always say with journaling, sometimes you have to force yourself just to write whatever at first, even if you're forcing yourself going, oh my God, this is so stupid. Nothing's coming up. Why am I even doing this? But then as you write and force yourself, your brain starts taking over because psychological studies have shown that there's something about our hand, like a pen in our hand, writing on a piece of paper that connects to our brain in a different way. And the thoughts and feelings and ideas come out that we don't always consciously know are there. So by writing, we actually can start getting these limiting beliefs and thoughts coming up. So for you, there's some sort of fear. And there's lots of different fears that come up for women, things like fear of failure, fear of success, fear of change. There's all these different things. So it's starting to narrow down for you what is that fear what is it that i'm afraid of that i'm procrastinating on because i'm afraid that if it doesn't work out or it does work out or what's going to happen so it's starting for you now to start figuring that out what is it that i'm afraid of and as we're talking about this is there anything that's coming up for you any thoughts that are coming up yeah so like i guess fear of failure you know not not being liked by the people that i'm helping and then also the fear of success is the big thing because I have been successful in the past, but my ego gets so big and, and I turn into somebody, you know, in the past, I turned into somebody that I don't want to become again. And then once I become successful, I always end up sabotaging myself. Mm, It's like, I build it up and then I burn it down. So right now I am comfortable. I mean, I'm uncomfortable because I want to grow, but you know, like, yeah. (laughs) Our brain likes that comfort zone and it likes keeping us in there. So the one thing that fear of success that you said that, oh, when I did it before I was this monster. So try not to use that word because that's scaring your mind. So you're, you're constantly thinking, if you're thinking of success, like your mind is connecting success to this monster. So that's one of the reasons it's not allowing you to get that sense and it's stopping you because it's like, no, you don't want to be this person and you were this person. So we're going to stop you. So that's one reason you could be procrastinating is you're so worried about becoming that person, but you Mm -hmm. now recognize that you can become that person and you can make that choice consciously not to be that person this time around that you can do things differently. 
And then there's also probably other issues going on because you said about how people treat you differently and then you get to a certain level and you knock yourself back down. And those are all based around fear. So we will allow ourselves a certain amount of success or a certain amount of new things till our mind goes, no, this is too scary. And it's very common. And I say quite often it's that glass ceiling. So we hit a certain income or success level and then our mind goes, no, we're not comfortable at the next level. And it knocks us back down because we have to be calibrated for the amount of success we want. That's why you'll see lots of lotto winners. They lose their lot of winnings within a couple of years because they don't know how to handle that kind of success. They don't know how to handle the new emotions, the new thoughts, the new feelings, the new life that comes with it. And even people who don't win the lottery, even entrepreneurs, as we start making more money, we have those same things. We have to recalibrate our mind and our energy to those new energy levels. So we have to work through those limiting beliefs, those glass ceilings that say, no, you can't earn more than this. Nope, you can't have this because you're gonna be evil like you were last time, or you're gonna be a bad person, or people aren't gonna like you. Like all those negative thoughts, we have to address those. So doing the journaling, doing the work through it, of course I'm biased, but to me, hypnotherapy is the best way of doing it because it's quick, easy. You just go in, you uncover the problem, you move through it. But of course, on these calls, we don't have time to do hypnotherapy sessions. But just know that those fears of success, fear of failure and fear of becoming who you were before, those are all things that are going to hold you back. Those are all things you have to address and work through and move through in order to be successful. And it's like this for all women entrepreneurs. As long as we have those limiting beliefs, we're not going to allow ourselves to have the success we want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because you're afraid of becoming that person you don't want to become. Absolutely. And then I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to let the people down. Like once I've made that commitment to them and not be able to show up in the way that I think I should show up and like, there's, yeah, so many things are coming up for me right now as we're talking. Yeah. And the whole showing up how you think you should show up. People want you to show up as you, you don't have to be anybody different. And this is another thing I see a lot is, I know I was told this too in my first business, I showed up looking all professional and you know people wanted me to be professional and people wanted me to look all put together, but that's not the case because especially your ideal client, these women are not put together. And so they're not gonna resonate with someone who's all put together because they're like, well, she's got her shit together. She looks like she's got it all made. How can she possibly understand me? And so you need to show up how, how you are authentically and how your clients would resonate with you. That's why in my social media, you know, some days, yeah, I'm in my nice dress jacket. I'm at an event, my hair's done, my makeup's done. And there's other days like today where my hair is in a messy bun, I've got my glasses on and I just don't give a crap because people are gonna resonate with both because my ideal clients want a business that allows them to be them, authentically them, show up how they want to be in yoga pants and hoodies if they want to. So for you, it's about, you don't have to be perfect. Show up, not perfect. Show up on those good days, the bad days, sharing the tough moments because women are gonna resonate more with that if you're not perfect and they see that you're just like them or that you were just like them. Mm -hmm. So don't allow that, I have to be perfect. I have to show up perfectly people understand and they actually will be more attracted to you if you're not perfect. Like sharing your tough stories, of course you're not sharing things when you're going through it, but after you've gone through a tough part, something that your clients would resonate with, you share those stories and say, I went through this, this was the struggle, this is what happened, this is how I overcame it, and this is how I can help you overcome it. And people go, oh, she really does understand me. Oh, she really has been through these things herself. She really can change things. 
So how does that resonate? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So your big thing right now is starting to brainstorm how you want to help these ladies. What would that coaching program, what would that mentoring program, what would that look like? And just start brainstorming, playing around with it till you find something that feels good. Because again, business is about what feels good to you. It's not about what you think you should do, what other people tell you to do. Ultimately, it's what you want to do that's going to get your clients the results. Hmm. Oh, I love this. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy. And so then, and then the mindset stuff is just the big thing with right now is keeping that awareness, just being conscious of that negative thought when it pops up. And if you can take the time to journal, if you can't journal on it right away, I actually always have an app. Um, I have an iPhone, so I have a notes app and I literally just write the thought down in my notes app. And then when I have time to sit down and journal, then I can journal through it. So if you're out and about in the middle of the day and those negative thoughts are popping up, I like to write them down. And even with my clients, when we first start doing the mindset stuff, because people don't realize how many negative thoughts they have in a day, I actually get them to keep a note open in their phone. And literally every time a negative thought pops up, like start being conscious and write it down. And you're going to be so surprised how many negative thoughts can pop up in a day. Mm-hmm. And paying attention to them, yes, we're giving them that energy, but we're only giving them that energy for a very short period of time so that we can understand them. So give it a day, maybe two, to see what starts coming up for you, seeing what like patterns you're seeing, what similar thoughts. And then after that, it's just when these negative thoughts come up, don't finish them. Like that's the easiest way to start working through these is just as soon as a negative thought comes up. And I even sometimes use words like shut up or stop, or this is bullshit, just anything like a pattern interrupter. So if a Mm. negative thought pops in my head, I'm like, shut up, this is bullshit. And then the mind goes, oh crap, okay. And you're just shutting it down and you're gonna get to the point where the mind is. And it's just a great way to consciously work through some of these beliefs right now so that you can then go do more of the deeper healing, the deeper transformational work to start uncovering and removing the beliefs so that they're not even there anymore. But this helps give you some relief so that you're not bombarded. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then just little steps, whatever feels comfortable. Like right now, just brainstorming how you want your coaching to look. That should be relatively easy because you're not putting yourself out there. You're not trying to get clients. It's not as difficult. And it's just working that muscle to get a little bit more confident, talking a little bit about it, doing a little bit more. But then also when the procrastination kicks in, it's now you're recognizing that procrastination is just your way of staying safe. So you can just push through and go, okay, I'm I'm going to do just one thing and then I'll go do laundry. Or I'm just going to do this one thing and then I'll go do what I need to do, what I'm trying to, my brain is trying to tell me. So even if you just say, I'm going to do one thing. And then I'm going to do two things, or I'm going to sit here for half an hour and work on my business. Then I'll go do laundry. How does that feel? Yeah, that feels so good. Yeah, yeah because it's gentle and it's bite-sized and it's not overwhelming. And you, there's, yeah, there's the end of the tunnel there too. Okay, the other stuff is going to get done, but we're going to hold ourselves accountable in this, you know, 15-minute block or five-minute block or whatever it is. And then we can address the stuff that we that isn't quite as important that we've always made important spinning out in that procrastination circle. Exactly. And that's what you're doing right now is it's just you're prioritizing the wrong things because of that fear cycle because, oh, but this has to be done so that I can procrastinate on the business because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. So by just doing these simple little shifts of, okay, 10 minutes or 15 minutes on my business, then you're going to start making your brain more comfortable 
to these tasks and starts, you know, switching things around a little bit to the point where you're like, okay, this is now getting to be easier and easier. And I can sit down for an hour and work without distraction or without feeling like I have to go do something else. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yay. Well, I, that's lots for you to work on. So now figure out your coaching, start brainstorming, seeing what's going on, and then just dealing with the mindset chatter as it comes up, just really being aware of it, journaling on it, thinking on it, and just really not giving it that extra attention it needs right at the moment and just learning to let it just wash by. It's like recognizing it and letting it go, recognizing it and letting it go. And just those two things, you're going to start feeling a whole lot better about your business. You're going to start seeing yourself making progress towards making this happen because I can see this for you. You like it lights you up. Like you're literally smiling as we're talking about this business and you're like, yes, this is it. So keep those feelings. Remember that good feeling every time it starts feeling hard, every time those bad feelings come up, remember that excitement again and go, this is what I really want to do. And even like mm-hmm. write it down, like an affirmation for yourself or write down a phrase that you can put on sticky notes and put it around the, your house. Things like, I am meant to do this business. I am meant to help other women thrive. I am meant to help amazing women. I am meant to be a successful business owner. Like just something that's going to keep reminding you of what you want. And I mean, I love affirmations and I hate affirmations. Like they're, they're not a fix all, but they're great to just keep as a reminder to remind us what we want. So by having them there and reading them, they're not going to change our beliefs and limiting beliefs are not going to stop us from thinking those negative thoughts, but it's that reminder once in a while. Sometimes we just we're in that negative spiral and then we walk by a sticky note with a affirmation on it. And it just, it's that thing we need to switch us out of that negative thought and get us back on track. So affirmations are great, like a little quick fix when we need it and just help keep our eye on the ball. What is it that we want? What are we going after? What is, why are we doing this? It just keeps us motivated to go after what we want while everything else and the universe work together to make it happen for us. Absolutely. Yeah. That's incredible. Love it. Yay. So now that's your homework, figure out what, what is your business? What is it going to look like? How is this coaching going to work out? How am I going to work with women? And then I can't wait to see what happens and how this all comes together and the amazing work that you're going to do. And that this is just, yeah, I'm so excited about this. This is amazing. Any final thoughts, any final words, anything you want some help with or any feedback? Uh, no, like I just, I, yeah, the feedback, this was a beautiful session. I had no idea what to expect, expect. And I feel a lot more clear in understanding, you know, like I could, I could tell you what was going on, but you helped me pinpoint what is going on. Now I don't have the tools to get into the deep, deeper knowing of all of those things. So maybe your hypnotherapy would be something that could benefit me as like a catapult. Cause I also I understand that things take time and not everything is there's a, there's not a quick fix, save all be all, but is that what hypnotherapy, is that how it's different? Yeah. Yeah. So with the hypnotherapy, the nice thing about that is we literally just go into your mind and you were saying, you kept saying about not being enough, not being enough. And it's funny because that's the number one block. Every single woman I've worked with and I've worked with hundreds that has come up like every single woman, especially women entrepreneurs, it's that feeling of not being worthy enough or good enough or smart enough or whatever's coming up for them as to why they can't have a business. And the thing with hypnotherapy is it allows us to go in and uncover why, what created, because you don't have that belief for no reason. Somebody made you think at some point in your life that Mm -hmm. you're not worthy and deserving of these things you want, this successful business. 
So with hypnotherapy, we can literally just go in and ask your mind, why does Kyla not feel enough? What is bringing up this belief? When did she create this belief? And then we uncover those stories and your past events that created that. And then we just go in and wipe them out. It's like telling your mind, nope, don't want this anymore. This is done. We're finished with it. And it just wipes it away. And then we give your mind new beliefs. So we tell your mind what you want to believe. And we use your thoughts, your beliefs, the words that you want to be implanted in there. So you literally tell me if I felt good enough, this is what I would want my life to look like. This is how I would feel. This is how I would show up. And we use those words, those phrases, and we re-imprint those beliefs into your mind. And then when you come out of the hypnotherapy session, you're already starting to believe that. You're feeling lighter. You're feeling like those beliefs are gone. You're feeling like you're ready to take on the world. And it's like, you're this amazing new person. And we all have these limiting beliefs that we need to work through. And it just just makes it a whole lot less stressful because you can spend, I did years of therapy and years of other things consciously trying to fix it. But the thing is, is our limiting beliefs are in our unconscious. So it's really hard to fix something in the unconscious part of the brain through doing unconscious work. It can be done, but it takes a very long time. Whereas doing hypnotherapy, working in the unconscious, it's quick and easy. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So that's why I added hypnotherapy in because it literally transformed my life because I had a lot of those same limiting beliefs, actually all the ones that I, (laughs) it's funny because I, the wins I help my clients with are the exact same ones I struggled with. I had them all, the imposter syndrome, not feeling good enough, not being worthy enough, all those things. So I totally understand where you're coming from and those feelings and how they sabotage. And I know how it changed my life. And that's why I'm so passionate about the hypnotherapy when it comes to the mindset work, because it just transforms people's lives. And it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, it's so good. I love everything you're saying. Yay. I feel well, excited and clear and not alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. And you're not. This is very common. The stuff you're talking about, this is very common in the beginning part of women's journeys. And I'm so excited that I could help you figure out you know, your niche and how you're helping people and getting you excited about that. Because once you're excited about that and you figure that out and you're clear on that, the rest of it gets to be a lot easier. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Well, Kyla, thanks for doing this call with me. This has been absolutely amazing. And I just want to let anyone else there know listening, if you want one of these free podcast coaching calls, feel free to reach out and apply yourself. There's going to be a link in the show notes below and you can head over, you can apply, get one of these free calls for yourself and I can help you work through any issue that you have in your business, business, mindset related, whatever it is, we're going to help you work through it. So grab your session now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast. If you're wanting more great free advice, head over and follow me on Instagram at the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur and links are in the show notes. Go out and have yourself a wonderful day.